Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. It's the post-Ryder Cup episode, you could say. Uh, we've also got some other tournaments happening. The uh, Rocket has a great name for this tournament. He's one of the Rocketisms. It's going to be hashtag Rocketism, the Sanderson's Farms, Sanderson Farms. And one of my personal favourites of the year. Uh, it doesn't probably get the notoriety, but uh, it might get a few eyeballs. The Dunhill Links. Trophy, Dunhill Links Cup, whatever it was. Actually had a bit of a hit on uh, St Andrews, the old course uh, tonight, gentlemen. So I did. And welcome to you, Mike and Rocket. How are you? Mike, firstly, you. Very well. I'm a lot, I've had a lot of listeners reach out and ask if I'm okay after the weekend's game, and I'm fine. Just as a, as a PSA for everybody, thank you for reaching out just to, to check that I was okay after the Bulldogs uh, losing the grand final. The better team won, and um, that's all we need to talk about. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, congratulations to Peninsula Kingswood member, uh, Peninsula Kingswood member, yeah, I'll double say that twice, uh, Stephen May, um, who battled through uh, a bit of an injury and did his job and did admirably, more than admirably well. Congratulations to you, young man. Rocket, how are you? I'm great. I'm just here to grow the game. Okay. Congratulations. Thanks for your input. Thanks for your contribution to golf. And uh, you, I think there's an award. There must be an award coming for you or something. Uh, are you, You're not growing the game by participating in social media because you're still on your social media hi- hiatus? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Eight weeks. I'm nearly eight weeks sober. Okay. How's it feeling? Oh, my brain feels fantastic. Okay. The whole, the, you know, the rest of the world is yelling into some sort of digital void and I don't care. Well, it's great to see you smiling. So if that is the, uh, and laughing, if that's the impact of an eight-week uh, social media ban, uh, it might be, might be uh, something in that, Rocket. Oh, I think so. How did you recover post-Ryder Cup? Oh. oh look, look, I think I was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch the singles because... Why? It's painful. Mm. It's yeah, I think I, I, I. It was the wrong weekend for me to be getting up early to watch golf because uh, with the grand final late, I wasn't in great shape that night, which meant I was in very poor shape Sunday morning. Um, and then, yeah, once the scores had rolled through, there was no excitement to be jumping out of bed early Monday to watch the singles. I did watch a little bit, but not a lot. Just to put it in perspective, so we have a mile of golf triumvirate WhatsApp, you know, three of us texting. I'm probably the least active on it. Uh, these two other boys are probably the most active on it. And Friday, not so much Saturday, but, you know, a bit of Friday, a bit of Saturday, lots of banter about golf, etc. But then nothing on Sunday night. And then when I finally send something, I thought, Mike's got to be up 11.30, you know, caught the 12. It's about to kick off. You know, he'll be watching. 10 o'clock the next day says, oh, sorry, mate, went to bed early. <laughs> so it must have been it must have been a big Western Bulldogs deflation party for you. It Well, my wife will testify that I did not speak after three-quarter time started. Um, I have no idea what time I went to bed, and I was in pretty ordinary shape Sunday. But that's okay. It's just uh, it's all part of it. Well, back to the Ryder Cup. It went the way that we... I guess, sadly forecast on Saturday morning when we got together and digested uh, the first two sessions on the Friday. It didn't get any better after that, did it? Nope. No. Nope. Now, there there were a couple of players that stood out that mm -hmm. we kind of said, but, you know, there were a couple up the front driving. There were a lot of passengers on the bus. Mm. And... The, the probably the the um, surprising piece was, you know, we talked about Sergio and, and John Rahm were obviously the, the ones that were running with the flair and trying to get things going. Um, and we, I think I'm sure we talked about the fact that it might be an idea to maybe split them up and rub a little bit of magic off on everybody else, which they didn't do. Um, sat a couple of blokes again that you would have thought could get going, like the bloke sitting over your right shoulder. <laughs> so I don't know. Look, it was he didn't he didn't have the deepest team on hand, so it was always going to be a struggle. But yeah, I'm not sure that it that it was managed the best way. Yeah, and 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 unfortunately, everyone was yeah didn't have a lot of depth 
your right wasn't managed well, plus you add in a lot of players played very poorly, mm. and that equals the result. The yep. result is an absolute just... Not only did they open up a can of whoop-ass, they opened up two, maybe three, yep. and just spent the living suitcase out of them. You know, and you look at... Um, you know, Rahm and Sergio didn't win their singles match, but the thing is, though, that from a every other every other match they did the job. Mm. And you know, you go back to the Saturday. Oh, I remember still watching the the Saturday. Was it the Saturday foursomes? Saturday foursomes were now like three three down early. Mm. Yep. And and you're thinking, oh, you know, how's this going to go? And then they rally. They rally to win that match, but the thing is, I never had a flow on effect with the rest of the team. No. And you just just yeah it must t- too many things done wrong from pairings to then players that were just out of form um and and maybe maybe it's a bit of the europe are going through that the same phase that us has gone through for the last sort of five or six years with some of those players that kind of make it into the Ryder cup but really shouldn't be there yeah the players seem to be fairly supportive of Captain Harrington. You know, there was mm. a, there was a lot of outspoken support for him. Oh, look, no, I, I, he's no Tom Watson. Let, <laughs> let's let's just yeah, he's not Tom Watson, right? So, I, I think he he did what he could do with what he had at his yep. disposal. We could sit here on the sidelines and you yep. know nitpick over a few things, mm. but. Maybe if he made some of those decisions, I actually don't think it would have potentially even had a material result in yeah. the end. No, you're right. You're right. He had he had what he had. He, he did what he did. He's certainly not the the issue. Um, the crux of the issue is the guys that he needed that were coming in those bottom spots that he needed to have blinders did not have blinders. Um, the Westwoods and Poulters and the guys that were sitting there that were always right. border, and the top tier guys didn't like Rory. I mean, sorry, Rams. Ram did everything he could do and more. He was he's he's un his putter. Oh Jordan Spieth has never played against anybody, and Jordan Spieth has looked over and would have looked and said, "I wish I could putt like that bloke." He's never said that before, but he did this weekend. How amazing was he? I still think back to the U.S. Open. I think back to that yep. final round of the U.S. Open. Yep. Um, what was the other tournament? There was another tournament that he'd won, or he was contending in. And it's just when he's on, yeah, like the 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 hole must look like a bucket <laughs> because him in the in in the foursomes and the four balls on both yeah. days, every time he was like had had to make a putt, yeah, and not like a six or eight footer. We're no. talking 15, 20 footers, <laughs> thirty and, feet, and he's draining everything. Yeah. And you just go, oh my god, I've never seen <laughs> someone make so many putts in my no. life. No, so he did what he needed to do, and some. Oh. But Rory, no. Rory was no good. Um, and, yeah, the, the, the middle guys were the middle guys, you know. The, it, but then you go to the opposition. The opposition just had class and all, all-star lineup, And the guys that were coming in, um, so probably, probably similar to Rory, right? You have Rory on the European team. You had DJ on the US team. No one was really quite sure who was going to be good or bad, but you could have seen them going either way. And they went absolute polar opposites. Rory went backwards and DJ brought everything in and then some. I think the performance of a lot of others on the US team overshadowed DJ's play. He was, he was again, you, there's a reason he's like been number one player mm. in the world. Absolutely. He, he was devastating. Yeah, he was really good. And look, guys like Morikawa, I mean, these guys are rookies, but they're super, super, superstars. <laughs> a rookie with two majors. He's a, yeah. <laughs> he goes okay. Colin, how many times you got a rookie that's like number three in the world with two majors? Unbelievable. How how old is Colin now? Twenty four. I would have said twenty three, twenty four. It was amazing just watching him uh, walk around and the way he carried himself and the way that he moved about. Yeah. It was, oh, he, 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 he's, he has presence. Yeah. yeah, it was. And he's had that from day one. Like he's come out on tour and he has that confidence where it's like, it's not arrogance. Exactly. He's like, I belong yeah. here. Yeah. Correct. That's no. exact, exactly right. It's, I'm not worried about these guys. I play with these guys every other week. I beat these guys every other week. I'm here. 
I belong here. Yeah. yeah. We sort of made uh, it previously. Scotty Scheffler. I was just going to say about um, Colin, you know, we, we, we joked previously, maybe joked, but we said, you know, he's, he's, he got potential to be the next Tiger, you know, and that sort of thing. And, and he, he, no, it's not a comparison, but he's not going to be the Tiger. No one's going to be Tiger, but, you know, like he's certainly behaving, you know, and moving and holding himself yeah. and just has the confidence and the air of, you know, I could be, I'm the man um, more than oh, more You than can anybody. already see that he's, in terms of, you know, we talk about the majors, right? Probably digressing a little bit now, but it's the the player that you think that's going to win multiples. He's already chalked up another one, so he, it's like he's put himself in position twice, like right in the mix, and he's and he's executed the job. So he's got a good strike rate, and he's the type of person if you get him on the right course in the right conditions. I reckon he may not contend as much as a tiger would, but the thing is, I reckon the right course. He's going to get himself there at the right time and he's going to be a closer. Mm. And that's the thing. You only have to look at, you look at, go back to the PGA, you go back to the British Open. Everyone talks about his putting, but whatever it happens, it's a, we'll call it bright lights. As soon as the lights are the brightest, he is an absolute closer. And you go back yeah. to his very first putt on the very first hole, the first, <laughs> the Friday four ball. Playing with was he who was he playing with DJ? Yep. Yeah, and the foursomes, eight footer, just yeah buries it. He absolutely it. buries it, and <clears throat> you just go whoa. He didn't miss many of those, did he? He did not miss nah. many. No. Nah. Okay, so what else? Um, what else? So the American new guys all performed fairly admirably, you would say. Yeah, I I, I mean, I don't think there was a weak link. Like I think they just everyone was really good. And even Bryce, Bryson and Brooks hugged it out. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Whether I'm buying it or, I mean, look, I'm a bit suspect when two days after the Ryder Cup, Brooks is selling T-shirts on his website for charity with photo or with an image of him and Bryson on the front. I started to get a little bit worried about what what he was doing. But yeah, not sure. Uh, Rod, you would have missed a lot of this because you didn't see uh, any of the social media because you are on a social. No, media. Mike sent me some. Mike okay. sent me some stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, almost, I sent you it's the. It's almost like a, the digital fax. That's it. The only the things you need to see. Yeah, on the filter. Exactly. <laughs> who was the, who was the uh, other person in the American team that was egging it on? You know, up behind in the bleachers. JT. There? JT. Right? Ah, JT Justin, was one of the t-shirt. Justin Thomas. Yep. Let me. Don't get me started. Or should you start me on Justin Thomas? You're not a fan, are you? No. <laughs> and and that that was bef- and you know that was before the Ryder Cup. Yeah. What was with Go. the uh, drinking the beer and sculling it and doing all of that sort of stuff in f- front of the crowd? Like Justin Thomas being Justin Thomas. Okay. That's if you look up his name in a, in a dictionary, it'll be right under K for knob. <laughs> <laughs> it. I get it. Like you know, having fun and a bit of bit of team spirit, but on the it's not the, genuine. The He's day, an idiot. Yeah, the day before, you know, like the before the before they've won, got his hat I backwards. Was... He's trying to do a Steve Austin like he's in wrestling, uh, like an absolute it, tool. It's bag. him and um, Burger. Yeah, and they were trying to get that first tee amped up because all the reports that were coming back. I know the no laying up guys talked a bit about it. Just didn't have a, a, as good a vibe as it did in in France and in Ryder Cups gone by. And that was the only way they could, I'm guessing, they could think of to get the vibe going was to shotgun a, a few tins of um, Michelob Light or whatever they were drinking. Oh, good luck to them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, some of the, they're, they're, they're having fun. Um, anything else from the Ryder Cup that we need to uh, pull down? What, what else did the No Laying Up boys say? What, what, they, were, they were there. They were in that they were there, uh, yeah. trailer park across the road in, in the luxury uh, uh, buses there. and um, in, the like herb, the, in the herb roller. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be... That'd be um, That'd be good. I mean, look, it's I've not obviously just seen where the course is on a on a map, and if you're going to go, that seems like a, a very logical place to stay because, um, yeah, it's not exactly uh, hotels um, on every corner. So staying local would be perfect. Mike, they're just paving the way for you know you and me and whoever else wants to join to the British Open. Uh, sorry, the Open uh, Scotland 2022. Ooh. You know, top and tail. <laughs> I don't care if it's a big van, small van. Yeah, as long as we're there, we can do our own version of that. Mike, rocket. You can, you, you know, like you can come. Everyone can come, within reason. It'll be bus. Bus. No, that was good. 
big bus. Um, no, nah, look, oh, look, the course was the course. It probably was a good course for for match play. Um, there were some holes that people could take advantage of, um, like Bryson's. Was it four hundred and something yard drive that he hit that yeah. we that I, that I shared? Fifth, fifth hole, I think it was. Yeah, Car, miles, yeah. Se- 70, 70 yards into a par five. Um, so look, those sorts of things are. You know, that's what you want. You want a bit of risk reward because if people need to get something done and need to put the pressure on, they're the holes you want to see. Maybe not the first, but some of the other holes. Definitely lent itself to more the US because of just purely the length side of it. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, you know, it was a bit of a deflating Ryder Cup. And the, the thing that the Europe needs to think about now is you know, where's that next crop of those five or six players yep. that are going to come through? Um, yeah, they're all plus 50 in the world ranking. So, you know, it's... Yeah, there's still a lot there, right? They've, you've still got the... Um, there's still a lot of young guys out there that, you know, two years is, is still a still a ways away. Yeah. You know, but there's certain players that you just... You know, as much as I love Paul he wasn't great but at the same time he he had the he was saddled with a broken man being Rory he was you know it's really hard to try and have a high energy when your playing partner is basically just a shadow yeah. of him, shadow of himself it's impossible so that makes you know Poulter's life really hard he he was the one that was carrying him in the four balls and the resurgence they had against JT and Spieth on the Saturday, I think it was, Porter was basically just, he was, they, they should have got beaten eight and seven if it wasn't for Porter. Hmm. Um, Rory was, he made like one, I think he made one birdie for the week and an eagle. Like he was terrible. I don't know what he did in the, in the foursomes. I mean, in the singles. And then apparently there's photos of him crying. So yeah, well, he, uh, he won singles, didn't he? Yeah, but he was first out, beat Xander Schauffele. Oh, there and two. we go. Three and two. Yeah, it was backdoor back Rory, just in match play. Well, from a from a betting perspective, they won three games out of 12. And if you had given me named three games they can't win, <laughs> they would have been the ones I would have said they can't win. Because mm. Rory, Rory beat Xander. Uh, Poulter won. He beat Finau. And Westwood beat Harris English. Like they were the three guys that were not going great. So um, yeah. yeah so you look at that, Rory. You know, you know, that's that's the insulting thing. All of a sudden, half decent Rory turns up on on Sunday. It's like him at a major. Mm. You know, mm. shoots sixty six to finish top five. Everyone goes, well, oh, he's finished top five. No, he hasn't. He's backdoored it. Backdoored it. Yeah. Well, uh, hit nail on the head. It was upset. He. They were interviewing on two of the different stations and I saw a couple of little clips float through. But he was very emotional. He sort of said this is massive for him. It's one of the biggest weeks of the year, if not the biggest. He sees it more than a major and it really has a lot of feeling and he was really upset with the way he played. Um, He he needs to... I've talked about this ad nauseum, but he needs to figure out what he wants to do for the next five years because we can't... The, the golfing world can't sustain whatever the Rory we've had for the last two years. It's not sustainable mm. for, for, for the golf fans because it's frustrating. Because like we know how good he is. We're not expecting him to go out and win 500 majors. But the thing is, though, the dude has got talent. Like, wakes up in the morning and there's extra talent just falls off him onto the street. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his lawn is more talented than golf than, than, than me because it just bit of sweat dripped off him onto his lawn. Um, the, the funny thing is, and I know you would probably know the answer, but I don't. I didn't know the answer until this until during the week. Because I feel like he's been been around for forty five years. How old's Rory? Oh, he's thirty two. He's thirty two. Mm. He's got ten years comfortably of peak peak golf. Yeah, because peak Rory was he was. Um, it's ten years ago, so he's twenty. His peak, peak Rory was twenty-one to twenty-five. Yeah, but I mean, he's not. I mean, he's not. Phil Mickelson's at fifty, so Phil Mickelson's eighteen years older than him, right? No, probably nineteen now. So he's got ten years until he's forty-two. That means he's got forty majors ahead of him, 
that you would still classify where he's in his absolute prime. Yep. If he doesn't get at least one, he will be. It'd be a the disgrace. Be, the world would be devastating. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it comes back down to how much does he want it, right? Hmm. You know, the um, shotgun start, we're talking about the two comparisons. John Rahm had a kid at about the same time as Rory had a kid. Hmm. Yeah. Look at the, look at the difference. One's 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 golf game went one direction, the other ones went the other direction. Yeah, yeah, and it does happen. You see it a lot. And Ricky Fowler's the same. He got married and very happy and you know, enjoying life, and his game's gone to a different place. But, and what, what? Oh yeah, it's gone worse. Wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> not not, wasn't, not better. Wasn't that great to start with? <laughs> no, but I mean, he was he was in. A, I mean, he had a tour card. I don't know yeah, he's yeah. got one anymore. <laughs> no, I think he's. Yeah, there's other factors there, but you know, we need we need good we need great Rory, and we need you know so the likes of Poulter and you know Westy and um d- I don't know who else oh, I'm trying to think of the other ones off the top of my head, but some of the older brigade Sergio, Sergio got to give Sergio props. He did what he did. He <laughs> did the job that was there. Yep. Even so. <laughs> I really did appreciate how he was chirping away around when it came to rules, when especially with Brooks. Yeah. Poor Brooks had to deal with Sergio for thirty-six holes on Saturday, like, and Sergio was in his face, like all day, and you could see it was just it was driving. I reckon Brooks is going. Oh, I reckon the reason he gave Bryson a hug because he's got. Oh, thank God you're not Sergio. I've played thirty-six holes with that mongrel. That guy drives me mental. Oh. I, saw I reckon a, Bryson would have looked like just you know just a normal bloke off the street compared to 36 holes with Sergio because Sergio was chirping away all day. He was commenting on everything. And you could see Brooks, he was like, it was driving him mental. <laughs> so what what happened there? What was the conjecture around Brooks and his wrist and you know, a bit of grass and Sergio over his oh, head? That was gold. What happened there? Uh, it was something about the lie and he was, it was, um, I, don't, I don't know the details of it. He wanted relief. He wanted yeah. relief from where the ball was, and I think there was something embedded, and he thought he was going to hit his hit his hands on it. Yeah, um, and then he goes, "Oh well, you know, if I effing break my wrist, I'll come and it's on you two guys. It, yeah, right. I'll, I'll come and speak to you because he and, and the rules official retire, retorts with, oh, "I'm no doctor." <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah, the rules official came back and goes, "Oh, you can if you want, but I'm no doctor." <laughs> there you go. Whack. Okay, so two years time, we moved to Marco Simone, Marco Simone, in Italy. When mm. a good, strong European team, it's no whistling straights. You know, we've only just seen it on the uh, TV. Doesn't uh, matter. We're ago. in it on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I we'll think um, hopefully be there on the ground. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think there's a massive chance. I'll, I'll um, I'll try to make that. And I don't think we're alone. I've heard a lot of people putting putting it down as a yep, that's in. It's 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 an easy one to talk the wife into. I think so that's why, especially when they're Italian, isn't that right, Mike? Oh, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for the listeners at home that um, don't know the ins and outs of the my love of golf marital makeup, uh, we have three wives, one each. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, uh, no, of all different um, origins, uh, two two of Italian uh, descent, uh, Italian Australian descent, and um, uh, my wife of Scottish Irish descent. So there you go, very European flavour here. Hence the uh, love for the European team. Yeah, I've I've been able to you know p- do some strategic positioning of a of a family holiday wrapped around the Ryder Cup. So smart, Mike. Your your wife is of Italian background as well. Yep, as yep. A, as are you. My dad's Italian, yeah, born yeah. in Italy, came out early, but mum's Aussie, maiden name White. Okay. Yeah. My dad worked with an Italian. Rocket, you're, ta- you're Tasmanian. You're, you're from, you are from overseas too, I, from Tasmanian. I, I'm, I'm as skippy dingo as they come. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that my heritage, we came out here on a free ticket, just, buy, just steal a loaf of bread, free ticket. There you go. Um, speaking of uh, the land where they may have uh, originated from, um, herons. I'm not sure. That must be sounds a bit English. English. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the other side of the family, Scottish. Oh, there you go. That's all right then. We can stay. Shortbreads. Where, where else do you think you got it from? The Dunhill Lynx uh, Classic. Dunhill Lynx Cup. Is it Classic or Cup? Uh, uh, Champions. Oh, it's just championship. Dunhill Lynx Championship. Dunhill okay, Lynx, sorry. yeah. My bad. Dunhill Lynx Championship. Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship. The Shane Warne Cup, uh, we'll otherwise call it. I mm. think Warne, Warne's playing, isn't he? Is he back over there? He's got to start. I think he They've definitely got the... Uh, the pro-am going, but I'm not sure who's there. I, I did hear today someone mentioned that Phelps had been out practicing, which doesn't surprise me. So, yeah, there's definitely a few over there. How do we rate? Uh, how do we see this tournament? Is it is it one that you get a uh, stay up and you know break the circadian rhythm for? As long I'd, as they play off of the old course, yeah, no, I will. I I really like the tournament. Um, obviously three of the best courses you're going to want to watch. Um, from a betting perspective, I, I really like it because it's a bit of a Rubik's Cube. Uh, having three different courses in four days is, is is one thing to take into account. But the really big thing that people, if they're going to have a look at it, need to have a think about is the weather because you can cop a tough, like say you're playing Carnoustie on a day where the weather is going to be the worst over the first three days. That's not the person you want to be putting your money towards. So you need to look at tea times. You need to look at the waves. You need to look at um, weather, courses. And then I'm a big fan in the pro-ams of picking a guy who just is happy to get involved. Like guys like Phil Mickelson have always done well in pro-ams because they're just going to enjoy it, whereas there's guys that just don't do it. So, yeah, it's good. I really like watching it. I hope they don't – to be honest, I hope they don't show a lot of the ams. I'd like – the, the, that's what ruins Pebble Beach. I can't watch Pebble Beach because I don't care about the celebrities. I want to see a couple of highlights of those guys, but I really want to see, you know, the, the best players playing the best courses. Especially the, some of the celebrities at Pebble Beach when they show their handicap. And then oh you see them God. hit and you go, There's no way. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's a, <laughs> yeah, no. He's a yeah, scratch, he's, at, he's scratch out of Baltus roll. Oh, yeah, correct. It's, it's, and it's always like, yeah, I scratch out of, you know, insert most exclusive golf course in America. Yeah. And yeah, that's the hosel and that is OB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The decimal points in the wrong spot. <laughs> What's your handicap? Scratch. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. So we're looking forward to seeing Kings Barnes. Looking forward to yeah. seeing the golf course. Looking forward to seeing Carnoustie again. We saw Carnoustie fairly recently at the Did. Women's Open. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing St Andrews. You know, I really would like to be there for the 150th. Uh, if we can't get to the tournament, I'd like to be in and around there because uh, just to soak that up. Don't know if it's possible, but uh, you know that's a bit of a hope. But I'd love to play. Is the it Elkins. Friday? Is it Friday that the ballot closes, or did it already close? Oh, I don't know, Mike. Oh, I've got a funny feeling it's this Friday. All right, can we get in again? We're all, I'm, I'm already in, but uh, no, nah, we're you, in. You can only be in once. Okay, we're in. We're in, but no, no, I agree. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I, as I said, I did jump on a full swing golf simulator tonight. Uh, I was in the store doing some click and collect work today at um, golf being open in Melbourne today. Um, just brought a few people out for clicking and collecting of golf equipment, shoes, gloves, balls, tees, all that sort of paraphernalia. I did uh, close out the day with um, nine holes on the old course. I chose nine holes that I thought would be makers or breakers. And I, the nine holes that were in my makers or breakers was the first three, the start. So you can't leave out the first and you can't leave out the 18. So they're in. Yeah. Uh, second and the third. So if you can get away on those fairly simple holes, right? But if you get it, if you can get away there, you can get a score happening. Uh, 10, because it's, it's a short par four, drivable. Yep. It's a turn. It's out there in that sort of loop. And then 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. And, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 are just so different to the front nine holes. And uh, you know, with the out-of-bounds down the right, you know, the, the par five, the long, the hard hole, I think it's the 14th. Um, you know, then many more bunkers come into play, you know. the Hell, Hell's bunker on 14. Hell bunker and then the uh, Parsons or Principal's nose on 16. 16. You know, the old course, um, hitting it over the old course sign on, on 17. Uh, it's... Have you played there before? Yeah, 2009. 2009? Rocket? Nope. No. Been to Scotland, Rocket? Nope. Okay. Been to Scotland, Mike? You've been to Scotland just for a look. No? Never been. No. Never. No. It's on the list. Okay. Might be a short trip from Rome to... <laughs> well, that's it. If you're going to get there, if you're going to make it all that way, 
I mean, it's, just shoot over and it's die a in detour. some golf. It's, two, it's under. It's like two hours on a plane. It's not even that from uh, Rome for Machi. From Machi. Where would you rather Rocket, go? Mrs. Mike, meet each other. We'll see you in a few days. Bye. We're going to Gold Coast. It's the same thing. It's two hours. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, for a country that's like six million people, um, there are two very sizable international airports within 40 minutes of each other which you can you know many flights coming into all parts of the world in europe like you can basically fly one stop from melbourne direct to edinburgh which you could never do up until four, four, three or four years ago you know had yep. to go, you had to go one stop via glasgow or via london and then up but you know basically now you can go one stop via edinburgh and within 20 minutes of you know getting off the plane you know you're having a tunnock's tea cake and a, a wee cup of tea uh, in Slateford Road, um, beautiful. Can't wait. Sounds like a sounds like a plan. Uh, it's a beautiful part of the world, Mike. You would love, you would love, Carnoustie, come across the bridge, past Lucas, past the old Air Force base to St Andrews. You just basically come in, and the course is there. Have a wee stop at uh, in St Andrews and have a look around at the um, Dunvegan. Go out past the other courses. Round to King's Barns, then just keep going around to Crail. Two courses there at Crail, and then leaving Dunlundin. It's magnificent. Uh, who's going to win? Um, interesting tournament. A lot of the guys that played this week have actually shot over there. So Shane Lair is a favourite. Fleetwood's there. Haddon's there. Um, Min Woo's there. Min Woo is Min-woo's there. Min is there. there. I like Min. I don't mind Min Woo this week. Uh, I'm if I was actually having a, a proper bet, and if, if it was a normal week, the two favourites would be probably my top two picks. The top, the top, the three guys that had travelled over from the Ryder Cup. But because they've travelled over from the Ryder Cup, I, I probably won't bet them just because Larry Fleetwood and Haddon have had a very, very big week. Um, so my bet this week is be, on. Be annoying if they played well. I know. If uh, yeah, that's it. They, they probably had a really solid rest. <laughs> um, is uh, Tom Lewis? Is it Tom Lewis surname? Yeah, Tom Lewis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tom Lewis is who I've gone with this week. Um, Who's defending? I think they, uh, did they play it last year? No, I so. two years ago I think. Um, Beregard win what? I think. I know Hatton might have won it. I think. And I know that the form or the historical form on uh, Lowry is pretty good here as well. But um, no, I don't, I don't, not sure who won it in the last time around. I'm just looking up winners. Top Aussie? Minwoo. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Oh, no. Victor Perez. Yeah, there you go. And then, um, yeah, Beer Garden won it um, the year before. Then Tyrrell. Tyrrell back-to-back. And then um, Piss Bear. Um, Oliver Wilson, David Howe. I've, now, Victor I've Perez, got yours. Victor Perez is a local. You know that. Is he? Yeah. No, he's, he lives in Dundee. He lives just across the bridge. Lives, oh, okay. But he's based out of Scotland. But he's not on the top Scottish player list, so you can't have him. No. Um, <laughs> you got you got Bobby Mack, Callum Hill, Grant Forrest, David Law, Richie Ramsey, Stephen Gallagher, Connor Syme, Ewan Ferguson, David Drysdale, Mark Warren, and Scott Jameson, Stephen Gallagher, <laughs> Stephen Gallagher. What a! I was actually just talking to someone who is last night on the Golf Rules Questions podcast, uh, who is from Bathgate Golf Club, and he pumped me for some trivia. He said, Do you, "I said, what course are you from?" And uh, he said, he didn't tell me the answer, but he said, "I'm from the only course that's been home of three Ryder Cup captains or something like that," and it was basically the Bernard Gallagher and Stephen Gallagher was there from Bathgate Golf Club. He was, and it's had more Ryder Cup players from Europe, um, you know, playing at Bathgate anyway. Um, right. They're from the Gallaghers from uh, Bathgate Golf Club. It's halfway between Edinburgh and Glasgow if you want a geography lesson on Scotland. Uh, Stevie Gallagher. Um, is, is that who you want? That's who no, you want no, 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 no. I love Stevie Gallagher. He's, he's a bloody great golfer and was. Very well in a ride. Bit of Bobby Mack. Bit of Bobby Mack. He might have a little bit of bit of little haggis on the liver after not being picked. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll go Bobby Mack. <laughs> the one the one I've heard of whisper for that, that people are liking this week is Richie Ramsey. 
Richie Ramsey's supposed to be. Um, really? I don't know whether he's hitting it well or not hitting it well, but maybe top Scott, he's $9. He's... How's Sammy Horsfield's form? Um, up and down. Obviously, he won a couple of those tournaments when they first came back. Limited fields, um, pretty light fields when they first started coming out of COVID. And then I think he's been a little bit up and down since. He sort of shows flashes when I because I quite like him. I think he's going to be a, a top-tier golfer. He tends to have those rounds where he throws in a 65 and backs it up with a 73. Um just pretty common on tour. Yeah, it sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I front don't, nine. I don't listen to the Rick Shields podcast very often, uh, but he and uh, Garrett Porteous were on there this week, and it was actually quite an interesting chat to listen to uh, those two guys talking about tour life and and things that they do, and you know all of the trials and tribulations of being on tour, their games with uh, Rick Shields. It was it was pretty interesting, but uh, I don't mind Sammy Horsfield. He's Represents England, but he sounds as American as you ever hear because he moved across there when he was five. But uh, so I think he still proudly represents England. There you go. He, um, he's. I, I know Ian Poulter has been a massive fan, mm. massive fan for a long time. I remember seeing him tweeting things, you know, two three years ago, saying this bloke coming up, I'll back him to beat anyone you've got coming through. As it's this guy's going to be a superstar. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know specifically how he's been going. Any other just, Aussie, Any other Aussies playing, Mike? Oh, there's a few Aussies playing. Oh, speaking uh, of Minwoo, like, did you ever see Minwoo play the old course in reverse with Rick Shields? Did you watch that? No. Playing the old course in reverse was is um almost impossible to do. But uh, I think they yeah. played, they think he and Rick played it in uh, in reverse. There you go. Should yeah. Be. Now there's nearly as many Aussies playing as uh, as Scots. You got Minwoo, Scriv, Maverick, Ancliffe, Travis Smythe, Scott Hand, Bryden, Dimmy Papadados, right. Brent Rankin, and Dean Lawson. Just it's a couple a lot of Aussies out there, and you know, it wouldn't shock me to see any any of them play well. I think Aussies, you know, like playing over there. Uh, good luck to Bryden. I sent him a message the other day. I saw he was in St Andrews and uh, wished him the best. And he replied back and said, "Thank you, mate." And uh, so good luck to Bryden, Peninsula Kingswood's very own Bryden McPherson. He could he could do well. He, he's been playing well in Europe. He could do pretty mm. well. So good yeah. luck, to, good luck, Bryden. Uh, and the San, what's the other court tournament that we've got? It's the what did you call it? Rocket Sanderson Farms. What did you call it? The uh, the Rotisserie Chicken Championship. Rotisserie Chicken Championship. It's uh... because. Because Sanderson do, they're like Steggles oh, or right. Inghams. They're they trof- chickens. Trophy's a big rooster. Mm. Okay. Well, you notice I said chicken championship. You notice I said it was a big rooster and not a big cock. That would have been poor form. <laughs> Too late. You just did. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a uh, uh, Jackson, Mississippi. So yeah, SSIP. That's it. <laughs> um. Not a great field, not a not to, as you'd expect. Yeah, you know, this time of year it's off season. It's Sergio's right at defending, Ser- and Sergio's there, which I don't know why he's doing that. I mean, uh, he's defending champion. I know, but you can make up an excuse Sergio. to not be there. It's Sergio. I know. Um, I had a look at it. Um, done a bit of. Uh, I don't mind betting these tournaments because um, you're getting you're getting a lot of unknowns, which means you can. If you get the right unknowns tied together, you can find someone at really good odds. Um, the only tricky part is you've also still got a lot of guys coming straight out of the Corn Ferry who are, on a lot of occasions, super-duper golfers that just ha- don't have any exposed form yet, so you don't really know how they're going to go. Um, but I'm sticking with uh, four guys that have been around the, around the mark last year. So I've looked at Strokes Gain Approach, which is always super, super important. Teter Green, putting's important this week. Off the tee is important. And then I'm concentrating on par fives that are over 550 yards and par fours that are between 400 and 450. Uh, the ones that are stacking up right near the top that have the best form um, stack up on the model are Corey Connors, Charlie Hoffman, Kevin Strillman, and my main bet is Sanjay Im. Finished second the year before. 
That's it. So that's what I do. I sort of look at the stats, who stacks up well, then how have they gone here before, how have they travelled coming in, and and that's it. Pretty thorough uh, analysis what about, there. What about Bucket Hat Malinati? I, I don't know whether he got in because he's someone that is he's played well here. He's won here. He's been runner-up. But I think he was last I checked, he was like second or third alternate. If he gets oh. in, he's worth a he's worth a dollar each way. He'd be two hundred and fifty to one. Oh, he's in. He's in. There you go. I think he's like a hundred bucks. He would be. He and he's got the form. He's definitely worth a you know an each way bet. Sprinkle, sprinkles. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. What courts is it at? What's it called? Club of Jacks. Uh, the it? Country Club of Jackson. Yeah. Okay. The uh, Olympic silver medalist is playing. I can't even remember who won the silver medal anymore. <sighs> Rory. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Rory that should have been playing in the Ryder Cup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the real Rory. Hey, lockdown has scrambled my brain. And that, that honestly, if you said how many weeks ago was the Olympics, I'd be like, I don't know, 70 or 80. <laughs> it feels like a million years ago. He's the silver. He's the silver medal winner of the Olympics. That's true. I have no respect for it, clearly. The real Rory. The real Rory. Will the real Rory please stand up? <laughs> uh, somehow gold medals, uh, silver medals and bronze medals in golf still aren't on the tip of everyone's tongues. But no. um, yeah, it'll take a while before. Um, it is when you need to take the piss out of someone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Slovakian kid. Um Good on you, Rory. Uh, so he's playing. So Rory, I'm, 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 just for giggles, I'm going. I'm, th- I'm throwing a shekel or two down on Rory. You, you're going to put a half a min woo on. Yeah, good. Okay, I want to try and win a half a min woo. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a uh, glossary for these terms posted somewhere, so when the new listeners jump on, they know what the hell we're talking about when we oh, say half re- a min woo. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, we just do recaps. Yeah. We just do a copy and paste in the show notes. That's it. Or here's a link to the Google Sheets <laughs> for a translation. We'll have to, uh, you know, equate it into, we'll have to get a, a benchmark for a golf club and, you know, like call it something like that, you know, how many yep. golf clubs. Um, Howie, you, you, you need to, we need to come out of lockdown before you can come in and That's uh, it. check out some new Tantalus, TaylorMades, Callaways, Pings, Frictions. So my first, I haven't held a golf club in since we started this last lockdown. So it's going to be shabby as, and I got, I'm playing nine holes at Yarra Bend on Sunday morning. Uh, rain, hail or shine, I'll be there. Um, and I think I'm playing the back nine because we're only allowed to play in twos and you're only allowed to play nine. Uh, and that's a 95 metre par three to start, which is just what I want to do. So don't stand dead right me. Blade, blade a wedge <laughs> over the back. Exactly. This could go anywhere. Uh, four in Abbotsford on Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the river in your kayak, just be careful. Yeah. Uh, who are you playing with? I'm playing with I'm playing with Nick. Oh, Mr. Cool. Yeah, Mr. Serrano. So uh, we we had a group of four booked because um, it was a, one of those ones where as soon as the, the early doors, it was like right, book it in, and uh, they split us into two two. So myself and Nick will be at one side and. Cheese and Doc will be on the other side. Ah, uh, well, Nick, Nick's not carrying any form in in you know he's not been hitting many golf balls either. Nick, uh, for Rockets uh, insight, Nick's a man who spent a solid amount of money to put a simulator in his house just before lockdown, and he's been hitting balls every day and enjoying life. So he's going to towel us right up. There, he's he's done it very well. Can Perfect you timing. Some, can we get some? Can you get me some photos of that? Yeah. It, he sent me videos. I'll show you it. It looks exceptional. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Uh, shout out to Nick and uh, hope your uh, simulator and uh, flight launching uh, equipment that you uh, purchased via Drum and Golf um, is serving you well. Um, thanks for your support. Mm. Yeah, but no, I'm, uh, as soon as I've uh, hit 50 golf balls, I'm ready to come in. As, well, as soon as I'm allowed to come in and uh, start trialling some golf clubs. Like just on that. Tipping, I know you don't want to tip yourself uh, out of the cheese doc. So, cheese for the listeners that are still listening, um, yeah, we did so we'd keep it to half an hour, but 
what's 15 minutes between friends. Uh, Cheese and Doc are the other two gentlemen that joined us on the Barnboogle trip. If you want to see them, uh, go over to the My Life of Golf YouTube channel and see the little uh, five or six minute video of the four of us playing golf. Mm. It's highly acclaimed. Someone actually commented, great videomanship here. Um, like so, so you can go and see those guys there. But I, I'm I'm backing you in in the Serrano versus Caridi showdown. I think I've got. I think I'm giving him a couple of shots. It wouldn't be many because he's a good golfer. I want to bear. Um, I, I want to see bear back. I've got you over. I've seen him play golf. Like is, <laughs> yeah, Nick, if you're listening, you're probably not. But if you're listening, yes, you are. A very, 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 very good golfer. But you're you're up to the task, Mike. You've got. Right. You've got I'll this. I'll um. We'll see. Yeah, we, I, yeah I'll, I'll let you know. I'll update you next week. Can you send some videos? Went. Can you post some stories? Oh. <laughs> can you post some stories? Can we get some content out of you for the uh, the channel? If I can, yeah, uh, yes. I'll send you. I'll send you a couple of videos. Okay. I'll make sure that they're vetted first. Unless they're hilarious misses, they'll, they'll either be good shots or hilarious misses. One or the other. Doc, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Rocket, when are you expected to um, have your game of golf? Well, first of all, because of the 15-kilometre radius, it makes it a little bit challenging. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm limited to a driving range at some point, maybe someday. Mm. And that'll be the first one since uh, the back went kaputski. Wow, that was a long time ago as well. All right. Well, uh, I'll look forward to um, sharing you both with videos of me down at Peninsula Kingswood tomorrow at 4 o'clock by myself. Fantastic. Yeah, Oh, we'll be really feeling for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, day off. Got to do something. Um, all right. Anything else, gents? Rocket? Sanders no, and Chicken Farms? No, just grow on the game, just like Bryson at the Long Drive Championship. Just oh, grow on the sorry. game. Sorry. My apologies. We forgot about the most important tournament of the week. Yeah, the Long Drive. He's made it through the first round, tied for second. He's there growing the game, not trying to distract from all the other players, just trying to elevate them. He's just giving back. That's what he is. He's doing good things. Well, it's a promotional tour. He's, he's, is he I'm he sure was doing so much training for this. <laughs> the Ryder Cup was like irrelevant. On a serious note, going back to talk about Bryson from previous times before he, you know, small Bryson, big Bryson, a theory that we hypothesized on is that Bryson was going to get massive and just work on all his speed and then potentially bring it back he's, he's lost a lot of a lot of weight hasn't he mm. yeah he's probably gone from five thick shakes down to four yeah he's definitely definitely looks a little bit smaller yep and he's um through his through his shoulders um oh, i'm i'm actually more than anything surprised he hasn't done an injury but i'm just shocked that you can change your body shape that much and swing the way he swings and not get injured um, but whether he has, and that's why he's starting to trim down, I don't know. Um, but he definitely looks a little bit different. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of moving parts to his his swing, so it's not like it's a it's not long and fluid, but at the same time, it's not too rigid or anything like. Oh, it's it's not in a way that seems like it's putting strain. I, I think it's just doing so much flat out. Like yep. you, you, you must think of how much pre-warm up post warm down all the things that he must do to just do to just protect yeah i'm still and to your point i'm still surprised he hasn't just blown out half his spine at this point yeah because you think thing about is, uh, it'll be it, but the thing is though uh there's a toll that's going to be paid on this and it's at some point in the next five years the world could go yeah no, I agree. I think it's explosive is what he has. So if you think of him as a as a hundred meter sprinter, right? They sprint and then they're done, warm down. He's putting an explosive effort into his body every twenty minutes on the first, whenever he's pulling the driver out. I mean, that's that repetition and then the practice and everything else put a lot of toll on his body. Surely. I've got to strap my ankle, my left ankle, which is my bad one. I've got to strap it just to watch him, mate. It's, he puts that much body pressure through his left ankle. It's unbelievable. I think that's why he twists his feet towards the target as he comes through, just to try and relieve that sort of stuff. Well, it would actually take a lot of pressure off his, one, his ankles, mm. but also it would take a lot of pressure off his 
uh, lower back and spine yep. because he's then if he's we'll call it clearing out if he's clearing out that left foot the lead foot that means that then he's not twisting over the top of of the left hip so then mm. one he's not putting pressure on the hip and he's not yeah. and and he's not twisting the back as much it's more of a body clearing than a twisting motion yeah yeah Makes sense. Mm. It's a, you try you try and twist that left foot out on Sunday, Mike. You try and swing hard enough so that left foot spins out. You've got to have some motion going. You know, I don't know if, what that what that way is, but but it's got to be coming up. So you, you know, you've got to go down, squat, and then use the ground forces up. So that you know, it really is a sign to me that they are using that sort of ground force up and getting off that front foot. Anyway, interesting. I'm not a swing guru, uh, clearly. Uh, gents, is that it? Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. Check us out on uh, the Instagrams. Check us out on all of the things that you can do and see. Uh, posting a little bit more on YouTube. Uh, may not put this one on YouTube, uh, but more YouTube videos coming. And uh, why? Well, it's just time. Time. I've got, I've got so many, so many things. So many YouTubes now. Rocket. Just put it up another day. Don't okay. All right. Okay. Well. Okay. You got. Have you had some feedback? Have you got some YouTube fans? Have you got? Are you watching YouTube stuff? Yeah, is that I watch pa- YouTube. All oh, right, so that's not part of the... I reckon most of the views are mine, but, you know, that's... <laughs> so <laughs> YouTube's not part of the social media hi- hiatus? No, because I can, I've can. i got control of the inputs. Okay. I'll, I will say, I'm, I'll tell you what, old Ma Rocket, she's becoming a, a, a bit of a tech head. She's even now found a way to the YouTube one. I didn't even tell her. Okay. Well, thanks, Ma Rocket, for the um, extra subscription. Would really like to get to a hundred. Like it's a bit embarrassing being at ninety six. I feel like you know an Australian cricketer, you know, baby stuck steps. on ninety six. You know, steps, baby steps. No, no. I would like to knock the hundred off. You know, like yeah, we're not going to do a Michael Slater. Ninety nine. What did what did Michael Slater do? Um, the man who gets out more often in the nineties, Michael yeah. Slater, runs someone out. Let's rush a single. Run yourself out. Well, Fend like, one off outside, <laughs> off stump. I feel like you know. we're just blocking them back at the moment. I just want to get 96, 97, 98, 99 and 100 and then then I'll shut up about it. All right. Great to hear from you guys. Uh, thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next week on the Mile of Golf podcast.